Yeah, so was I. Because he's gonna shut up because he's too drunk. And I said, "Don't worry, I won't. I don't. I won't curl my tongue." And, he's, and then he's, "How did you know that?" I don't remember telling you guys that. I don't remember nope. that. It was on the show. It was on one of the shows that we did it, and I can't remember why we did it. And you're like, "No!" And oh, <laughs> I, like, what? I totally nope. forgot about that. I can't. Oh, now my tongue is weird. <laughs> You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. Welcome to the Epically Geeky Show. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight, I've got a full cast, and I've got people here with me. It's awesome. Uh, So let's go ahead and jump into our opening question. Uh, Tonight's opening question is, what is something that you do that other people look at as being childlike or kitty uh would anyone like to go first john (laughs) (laughs) all right sean what is something you do that other people look at and go "Eh, kind of a big kid there aren't you yeah it's pretty much everything i do in my house but uh i'm kind of the low person on the totem pole here uh lego seems to be a big one because i still build a lot of lego but like, I just had my birthday, and I got, like, a couple sets for my birthday. So, nice. what the hell? Like, they're enabling. You're give- yeah, exactly. They're a bunch of <laughs> enablers. Um, video games actually seems to be a big one, too. Um, if I start talking video games mm-hmm. anywhere outside the house, I get that look. I'm like, come on, dude. Really? Play, video, game video games? I thought that was becoming more mainstream. I was going to say that. Well, I guess it depends on where it is, but yeah, a lot of people, that's like It depends on what you look like. Okay, Okay, yeah, maybe. Jen, you're a young female. You probably don't get it. Like, when I talk video games, though, it's like, dude, you're like 80. You're playing (laughs) video games. (laughs) So, and then I fail them, and then we we move on. But... But yeah, uh, video games tends to be the one where I get the most looks. Gotcha. Lego tends to be from my family mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, those are the ones that like really you're still doing that. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, Jen, would you like to go next? Yeah, I guess the first thing I thought of was cosplaying, right? Because people a lot of times associate dressing up in costume with being a kid. That's my Halloween, answer too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know there's other shit, but I mean, y'all tell me what do I do? <laughs> it's childish. <laughs> I don't play so many video games anymore. Sometimes like the old school stuff, but see, video games. That, that's why I was kind of I was kind of questioning it because like video games to me, at least I don't think I get any real looks. Of course, most of the guys I'm talking to are playing as well, so <laughs> maybe that's part of it. But uh, no, uh, the cosplay thing is mm-hmm. is you know, so you do. You do what now? I dress up as a Ghostbuster <laughs> and I go to conventions and parades and stuff. And then I kind of get the, oh, so you're one of those people. And then I like to, to, to do the nice tomahawk slam on them with, and we raise money for different charities. We've raised <laughs> money for this. And we've, mm-hmm. we took toys to ch- sick children at the hospital. Yeah. So go ahead and keep looking down on me, motherfucker. <laughs> I well, thought yeah. you were going to say that, like, yeah, we go to the hospital all the time for those kids and just. You should videotape the reactions. <laughs> that would be great, actually. Because I have seen that. I have seen them go, oh, I'm an asshole now. 
So yes, you well, are. and I I never did anything like that for money, but I for a while there I was dressing up as the Disney princess for the USO for oh yeah, I remember you were the doing families. That. Yeah, so I was kind of like, okay, see, yeah, I'm like using my nerdiness for good, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know what else. I guess y'all, you know. There's other stuff I do, I'm sure, but that's probably the big one. And yeah, people kind of do think, hmm, yeah, but I don't give a shit. That's right. To hell with them. Uh, Chris? Um, Lego. But this is just a new thing that I've discovered I actually like. Like, this is a pandemic discovery that I actually really love Lego. Um, reading. <laughs> really? <laughs> And what I like to read. So I Okay, I can understand. I got that. Genre, but I, you know, I would get my fun of for being a bookworm when mm-hmm. I was so. But reading. Uh, also, now this is within the house. I get made fun of pretty hard for watching Harry Potter. Not from me. No, from the kids. Uh, and Twilight. Again. Yeah, sorry. I don't watch Twilight because I think it's good. I watch Twilight for the nostalgia. And see, like when I, I think work. Twilight, I don't even. Uh, I have to tell you all this. I don't even necessarily want to go down this road, but I, I had a meeting this weekend, and we were talking or this week about an event that was done, and it was Twilight focused, and yeah. it didn't go so well. And it, part of the problem, I think they figured out was um, the person who was throwing it was really interested in it and loves it, and about this age range, and didn't realize that the kids and stuff are just like Twilight. Really, kind of a niche yeah. thing now. Yeah, it really yeah. has become, and it's really become a. Yeah. Oh, so you're you're a mom, right? You'd have been a twilight. Chris, twi- yeah, there you go. Your birthdays were the best. We'll see, right? Twilight, and then movie theaters, and then the bar. Yes, that it was, was awesome. Good. So, but I. But was, yeah, we did dinner, then it was the movie, movies, and then, then the, the bar. Yeah. I'll say that's awesome. So it was fun, and I did that like three years yeah. in a row. But that the kids will make fun of me. For any like the Wizarding World movies, except for the last Fantastic Beast, which was crap, um, and the Twilight. But sometimes I just put it. I just put Twilight on to bug them. Like sometimes I just do it to. Especially like how <laughs> in the spring yeah. or like during the summer. Twilight time. You want to meet my sisters who are obsessed with Twilight, also in all things Robert Pattinson, but. She wants to open a Twilight themed bed and breakfast in Forks, Washington. Where we we went on a road trip once and I it was all lost on me but she was freaking out and yeah. I was like okay this is cool I don't know I've never seen it I bet it would make money <laughs> it would be yes because the Twilight right. still hanging on even though mm-hmm. when you watch the movies and you realize Terrell Lautner was 16 when he filmed that it's still it's creepy weird it's still creepy that you feel a little bad I yeah, feel weird there was very little Twilight themed stuff in that town they had a museum which was pathetic and i was just like they're missing a huge capitalist opportunity here so uh, you guys could totally you know make something happen yeah because like mar i understand martha's vineyard like completely leans into this is where we did jaws here's this where here's where this was shot here's where this was and it's just like yes you should be doing that like yeah yeah. it was it's yeah but that's the things that i get made fun of that i still do at 41 what about you ray uh, mine's probably the deep dive in comic books that I enjoy doing. So I, I really like, um, uh, watching comics explained and getting, because as a kid, I didn't get to, I didn't get to enjoy comics as much because living in a small town, we didn't get the comic book series as much. No. And so you'd have to go to the city to actually follow a series. Um, so I love doing the deep dives. Like there's 
Comics Explained has some videos that are like over three hours long, and I could just listen to him talk about comic books <clears throat> and the whole story and break it down and what happened. And um, but for, for for him to bring it up in a conversation, we have to be around specific people. Otherwise, yeah. people just kind of look at him like, yeah. okay, you're okay, what you're wasting your time. <laughs> yeah. <I guess>. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's definitely that one that I I really enjoy uh, comic books as much as I do, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the lore around them, and yeah, it's childish. And yet, and yet, now mainstream media—it's—it's it's fine to enjoy the comic book movies. Yeah. But the actual comic books, nah, you're still yeah. that's for kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would Would y'all consider um, liking Disney movies as an adult, like one yeah. of these things? Because because that's that's one of the things I delve into. Like I love watching Disney movies and Pixar and stuff. And see, I do too. I, I didn't even kids, think about that. So sometimes it's like, oh, you watch that but, shit on your, your yes, own. that is that is a thing that's yeah. looked down on as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, that's true. All the time. Yep. See, I finally got to the point I didn't I didn't care. Like I was like, no, it's a fucking Pixar movie. I'm gonna go watch it. I don't care if it's by, my, I'm by myself or whatever. So. Yeah. But yeah. Doesn't I, normally come up in natural conversation for me. Does it for you guys? <laughs> Depends who you're around. Like if you're around Laney, you're talking about Disney. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, because I'm if, around Laney so often. I'm not either, but it usually <laughs> she's like in it. But she's there, also in it, and she's like, it, right? There's she's a nerd work that I that I know, and she she was right into Disney, and now that she's finally got a kid, she still is right in Disney. But but before she had a kid, she was yeah, it was that was her whole thing. So well, see, like I was just telling my partner at work, I'm like I and and you know we went to Disneyland, you know or Disney World a few years ago, and I didn't, you know, it's not like I was going to make fun of anyone, but I did not get the whole adult trip to Disney World until I went, and then I was just like, no, like, the idea of hanging out at Epcot all day with, like, Christy, and, like, you can drink, and we can go all these different places and eat this really fantastic food, I'm like, that sounds like a fucking fantastic, fantastic <laughs> yeah. time. And then you go over to uh, the the Star Wars part afterwards. It's- Hell yeah. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Sean, it usually comes up for me when I randomly start singing Disney songs because something triggers that in my head. And I'm like, this applies. And then people look at me like, oh, you nice. what are you singing? See, Why? <laughs> I usually like start saying goofy songs without realizing like, oh, don't need a living day. Well, I'm working. I don't realize it. <laughs> Okay. But no one ever questions it, which actually is kind of sad. Like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, there's a crazy guy in the corner working. <laughs> Leave him alone. Yeah. Just like, Who you are, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe that's it. That's... Playing video games, singing goofy songs. <laughs> nice. Um, well, the reason why this came up is, um, you know, doing the whole uh, – I, 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 as, as an adult – I was like, no, I'm not going to watch TikTok. I'm going to do the adult thing and watch the exact same thing that's put on Reels uh, <laughs> on Instagram. But I've, I've got, I'm doing TikTok now as well just to watch this stuff. I'm not actually posting. Anyway, um, this this Reel came up, and it's a very short clip of a um, – we're going to say story that was done on a news program. I'm putting quotations around this. I have a whole problem with <laughs> – calling the entire Today Show a news program. About the first 15, 20 minutes of it where they're actually talking news, that's a news program. The rest of it is absolute fluff. But anyway, um, they came on and they were talking about this new thing that's happening. And it's it's how more and more adults are buying 
more and more toys and how the toy industry is like a good percentage of it is actually aimed at and like their primary uh, uh, focus is on adults and how, you know, these adult people are doing these kitty things like buying, you know, action figures and playing with Lego and doing all this other stuff. And they, 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 you know, they have, they've always got to come up with a term for it. And they, uh, a term they came up with was a kid old or a kid adult. And, Pretty much a lot of people, especially in the, the toy collecting industry uh, or, or groups, I, I, I listen to a podcast or two where these people do this, and I, I just find it fun. I mean, I do like toys still as an adult, but and I don't collect anywhere near like a lot of these people do, but I'm just like, they just like blew, no, I have nothing. <laughs> Jennifer's sitting here next to me really? looking around. You've got seven lightsabers on the wall. Oh, my God. You see the... The I am a lightweight. <laughs> okay? Thank you, the, the Jennifer. Because the I podcast that I listen to, literally, <laughs> literally every week, they do a weekly podcast, and a good section of the podcast is what were your weekly pickups. <laughs> I'm like, I the last time I bought a toy was like, you know, months ago. Like every so often, I might get something that's cool, but like, I'm just like, no, you people. <laughs> there are people who have, you know, they're adults. Here's the other thing: they tend to not have children. Um. <laughs> And they have entire rooms, not room, rooms mm-hmm. that is just dedicated to their toy collection. And you know what? I think it's cool. I'd like to go visit it and check it out because I'm not going to look down on these people. But anyway, those were the first people that kind of blew up over this. And then it kind of spread out to the rest of the geek community because even if you're not necessarily collecting toys, you may be collecting something else or you may be interested in something that's kid-centric, mm-hmm. related, something or another. And the well, the first thing that a lot of people were doing or were saying were like, well, first off, this is this isn't new. Like, why is this a story? Like, yeah. people have been doing this forever. So that was the first thing that I wanted to. Uh, I kind of I, I have some some bulletin points I kind of want to hit in this conversation, uh, but we'll just kind of wander through. But the first thing I wanted to bring up was, and actually the, the the reel that we watched was the first thing that the woman brought up was, whoa, 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 back up. There are boomers that have entire rooms in their house or garage there's nothing but train sets (laughs) that's how my grandfather was like he had a two-car garage and he always parked his car outside because half of the garage was a train set and it's one of my happiest memories as a kid was going out there and playing trains with with my grandfather um not to get too indult and you know whatever here but uh, i took my boys to a uh model train show uh, back in the fall, and I walked around a corner, and something about the smell of, um, you know, the the uh, the the transformers and everything else going on hit me, and I was like five years old again. I just kind of started tearing up, and Nick was like, "Dad, are you okay?" I'm like, "I'm fine. I'm just, I just literally was five years old again." Uh, so that's one of my happiest memories. My grandfather was like a businessman. He owned businesses. He was very well respected. Uh, apparently I didn't know this until just like a month or so ago. Apparently he used to write speeches for, uh, local politicians because he was apparently good at it. So like, if you would look at him, you're like, no, big Marv is an adult. Like, you know, he, you know, he has his shit together. He has a family. He does what he's supposed to do, whatever. But then you go to the house and it's like, well, what do you do on the weekends? Oh, we play, we play card games with our friends all the time. And then I go out and mess with the model trains and, People have been doing that forever, and uh, we were talking a little bit on the uh, Creatively Geeky, uh, like Chris and I were talking about, uh, 
People have had doll collections mm-hmm. forever. Oh, and the creepy porcelain dolls? Yeah, that's what my, it was. That was the first thing that came up. My yep. great aunt or something, you'd walk in and it was terrifying. Yeah. Staring at you. Yeah. All the way. Yeah. There, <clears throat> I, I know this stuff. Like, I, another thing you were talking about, there was, um, so I, I, th- I can't remember if it was that specific broadcast or if there was another one that, like, it was a follow up. But it said, I, I'm pretty sure it was 34, the age of 34 to 41 or 45 accounts for 25 percent of the sales for toys and it equals about nine billion dollars yeah it's huge it's but again it's not like i don't see it being a big deal no stan why is why is this a big deal well also they like specifically target our demographic i feel like because look at the resurgence in all of the shows and movies and stuff and the remakes from our when we came up you know like 80s and 90s everything has either a remake or a sequel or you know the second generation and it's you know like how many ninja turtle movies do we have and you know all the extra star wars like this is all stuff we came up on and they're adding to it so of course there's going to be like they know what they're doing they yeah. have cash cow and they're just like targeting. Oh, that's they're gonna want to buy their childhood stuff. One of them <laughs> fell off of the thing, but th- here's my Gozer oh. Diamond Select character. I've got to get her back up there with the rest of them. But like, you look at this, no one's buying this for their kid. No, this is for a 30 and 40 year old that goes, I fucking love Ghostbusters and I need all of the all the action figures that you know they released or whatever. So like, and I have yeah. a TV, so I'm gonna fucking buy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't have my parents. Telling me I can't. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna get to that. That'd in a be nice. So my parents tell me I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Sean, come on. Shut up. Are you gonna say I am an idiot? Because I'm gonna. I know where you work, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Some other things that I wanted to bring up that that people have um, been doing that you would might consider being kid like or kiddish. Um, trading cards. I know plenty of adults that at one point or another, as an adult, were into trading cards. Now, I guess it may also depend on what it was like it. uh, And we're going to talk about this in a second. You know, if they were sports cards, like if you met an adult and you're like, oh, yeah, I've got a I've got a, you know, sign Babe Ruth or whatever. You're like the thing's not like you don't look at that person going, oh, you're, you're kind of like a little kid. You're like, shit, that thing's probably worth a lot of money. And you like. You know what I'm saying? There are certain things that I consider childlike or kid-like that also have also become um, socially acceptable. So like we were saying, like model trains, that's kind of fallen into that category because it's been around long enough. Certain doll collecting, like you said, if it's the porcelain ones, it's just kind of creepy, period. Um, But like uh, trading cards have kind of fallen in that way. I consider all sports that way you are literally watching grown men or women run around and play with a ball a puck something or another and you're but you know these you buy you know you know jerseys and and all of your stuff that has your logo on it and everything else and everyone looks at that and it's like oh that's just fine they're just merchandising yeah they're just a they're just a a cowboys fan they're just a chief fan or something and you don't look at that going oh you're a little kid you're all in about you're watching people play with a ball yeah my my dad has a, a collection of different um, different prints of artwork, and it's uh, a, and they're all signed by the the it's, baseball. It's the yeah, so some of them are, are uh, hockey, but the majority are the Jays. Right around the time that they won the 
the World, World Series. Series. Uh, 92, 93. Yeah. yeah, so he had the collection of them, like Jimmy Key's on there. And, and anyway, so he's got them signed. They're beautiful prints. They're, they're framed. They're, they're framed. hanging up in their house. They had them in the living room for I don't know how Years. long. Um, they're in – some of them are in storage now, but he still has them. And, I, you know, that's one of those things where it's sports-oriented, and that's what he just loved. And yeah. <laughs> Yet you get the weirdest looks when you ask them, what does it transform into? It's crazy. It's. <laughs> but so so sporting sport cards are okay. Trading cards are okay. But if you ask, trade Pokemon cards or exactly no yeah like, yeah. yeah absolutely <laughs> Magic the Gathering. Oh yeah, Quinn, a friend of ours. Um, he was he doesn't play with them anymore, but he's been collecting them since the eighth grade, mm-hmm. and he gave them all to Quinn. So Quinn's got like. Seven or eight boxes full of Magic the Gathering cards yeah. to go back to the early 90s. Are they in good condition? Yeah, they're, they're good really condition. good condition. Yeah. I'm going to check those sometime. <laughs> the go deal th- was, though, if they're the, the ones that are worth money, we don't sell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta go for fun. I've got to go through and deep dive on them and make sure yeah. we're, we're not sitting on something that he utilized. <laughs> yeah. Um, for school. <laughs> well, the one the thing about the it's not just the rarity. Some of it's uh from when I from uh, some people I've talked to that were into it at a time. It's like no, it's because it, the card was too powerful or too you know did something really weird to kind of break the gameplay. So they outlawed it, and you can't use it anymore during actual gameplay. So it's just like well, then it's just a collector's item at this point. And Except, you know, most people are like, well, I can't use it anymore. Tossed it, and all of a sudden now it's become a rare item. So oh, yeah. yeah, he hoarded these, and he. I think he played up until very recently, and he just doesn't play anymore. Yeah. So I was clearing stuff out, and Quinn got into it briefly, and yes, yeah, so we have like uh, 30 years worth of yeah. Magic the Gathering cards then, sitting upstairs. But there's there's guys at work that I know, and they they still play, oh, yeah, they still and play. they still have a good time with it, and they still enjoy it, and uh, <clears throat> they got they they get every one that they can find. Like there's. They'll scour market, uh, Facebook Marketplace looking for somebody selling a box of them, and they'll just buy it and hope that they get something. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. Nice. I would say, like, going back to our original question earlier, like, playing board games might be considered kind of it's, kid, yeah. kid-like to a lot of adults. You yeah, know? I could see that, but it's, yeah. bec- that's it's becoming one that, more mainstream. But yeah. It's becoming more mainstream, but it also it was all – especially card games. Card games, though, have forever yeah. been considered yeah. – Card games are because you have like bridge clubs, euchre clubs. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, but like I, I guess the more intricate, like you know, Catan, yeah, stuff like, like that. The, yeah, the world building games or the games where you have all these extra rules and you have to work together and you have to, yeah, like That's that kind it. of stuff. People look at you sometimes and they're like, "What the fuck are you?" <laughs> but yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. Um, but going back to what Sean said about video games, see, maybe it's just me, but I do consider it to be more socially acceptable pretty much across the board it could also be that most of the guys that i talk to where it comes up there they also play doesn't matter their age if they're in their 30s 40s or 50s uh but literally like christy and i started um couples therapy last year year before and one of the questions what it was it was last year and one of the questions that the the counselor asked us was you know um is this related to y'all not spending enough time together? And, you know, she's like, I'm not trying to be sexist. I'm just going with what I normally run into. Is it because you looking at me play video games? And it's like, 
it's like, well, obviously this is a huge thing that, you know, is now affecting, you know, some people's marriages. But it's like, well, yeah, it's like it's it's not a question of, oh, well, he's kind of immature. It's just like, no, this is just how people spend their time and, you know, and enjoy, you know, doing different things as a hobby or whatever. And now it's just like, okay, cool. It's video games. I mean, it's I'm sure there's still some of that stigma of, oh, well, you play video games. You obviously live in your parents' basement and, you know. You're super overweight and have acne and don't, you know, are socially, you know, inadequate or weird or whatever. And now it's just like, no, like, dude bros play video games constantly. So, like, it's... <laughs> Henry Cavill. Uh, yes, he does. <laughs> I had to lower the volume there. <laughs> oh. you okay? Are you, are you okay? Cause... I need a moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, well, Henry. Sorry. Sorry. I, I, Henry Cavill, for yes. those who didn't hear. Um... But yeah, uh, video games, you know, I, I personally think have, have moved into the, the area of being socially acceptable. But I could see how there'd be some people that would still look at it as being, oh, you kind of, you got to be young at least, or at least you're, you're, you're a kid at heart or something. And I'm like, I, I don't know, when you're running around killing things constantly, there's not. Yeah. I think it's people who don't understand, but who never played them. Still that could be too, yeah. That he doesn't enjoy. Actually, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, when I talk about video games, it's like, oh, you play video games too? Mm-hmm. It's the it's the other way. It's the okay. younger group. They're like, oh, you play video games? And I'm like, fuck you, you little bastard. Yeah, I'm not that old. You stupid shit. They're really, they did have electricity in my age, you little shit. What was it like playing the Atari? It was cool. <laughs> Fuck you. It was cool. Well, it was awesome. It was cool for a while. But... <laughs> anyway, hey, after I was a while, at the like, Nintendo. Screw yeah. you. <laughs> after a while, you're just like, this is too hard. I'm tired of doing this. <laughs> oh, man. So that's that was ET because it was impossible. Oh, oh well, yeah. yeah. All in a landfill. There was a reason for that. I've got a copy <laughs> of it sitting right over in the closet. That's so all. Awesome. There you go. Yeah. That's your oh. kid's college fund right there. No, unfortunately, it's not worth anything. Um, what's sad, though, is there was a video that I saw earlier this week, and I was telling my partner at work about it. Uh, it was, like, uh, extremely hard to find video games, and I didn't get a Dreamcast until I was married, like, once it had already died off and everything. And I was just like, I never had one of these. Everyone said they're fun. So I got one. I ended up selling it because I really kind of needed the money. You know, newly married, you know how that's like. And there were a couple of games on there, like Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I'm like, I had that. And it's like, oh, yeah, now if you can find it, it's worth like $1,500. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> I paid 40 for it, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, it's crazy. Um, something else that I had listed on there that I think has also kind of become uh, socially acceptable or whatever is um, – it. I think it. I think it also depends, but memorabilia collecting, specifically like – movies or something like that like a lot of people are just like no that's cool now i think it also might but it also may kind of depend on what it is like if it was like from i don't know if it was something more of like a, a kid show or something i could see where maybe someone would be a little more questionable about, about it but i mean hell if you rolled up and like yeah i have one of the original muppets there's no one that's gonna be like dude that that's not fucking awesome like so um but yeah, as that opposed was to like gem in the holograms you big poster up there, you might get questions. <laughs> Jim and the hologram. That's, uh, that's pulling way back there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyone else have any other things that they think is, 
at least at one time was considered kitty that's become socially acceptable it i'll say i consider it to be childlike in the way that they do it Mm -hmm. uh, but it's always been socially acceptable because you have to be an adult to drive but cars mint cars and like when they uh going through having a car collection that is that's that's a childish thing to enjoy and just because it's uh, again you need the adult money to do it yeah but the way that they do it the way that they they that is my my grandfather used to collect cars and he was uh he he would go over all over north america to find parts specific parts and this is where his perfectionism kicked in and was like really rewarding but he was like obsessed with it and like the make, the year, the everything had to be original to this friend of the car. I had to take my shoes off to get into one of his cars. Nice. <laughs> 1932 Ford with a rumble seat. And I sat in the rumble seat at nine, yep. driving down fucking Greenock Road, like in, yep. in <laughs> near where I live, at nine, not strapped in, nothing, anything. Could, oh, I, no, yeah. It could have blown me out of there. But he... <laughs> my grandmother everywhere on these bloody car part finding trips and stacks of magazines that were so high and leaned just a little bit that if somebody bumped them he would die from the weight of them toppling (laughs) gotcha and you couldn't get rid of them because they were all to the year of the make of the car and when he says and he would take these to car shows and win awards oh yeah bet. oh yeah but it's like a very niche very specific group of people who enjoyed doing that and he had dozens of cars and then he got into tractors yeah oh geez <laughs> the farmer too by the way but yeah. he got into tractors at one point in their big ass driving shed that he specifically built to house all these tractors yep. he had what like a dozen in various different states of repair yep. and it was a specific type of tractor it was a david brown, david brown. which is an yep. english uh tractor make uh, make and he was the only salesman in canada at the time who would sell them um during the 60s and he had them all and my grandmother like i mean Sounds very They're expensive. out in the shed. They're out in the shed. You know, like, well, it's fine. But he'd spend hours and hours and hours out there just tinkering with crap. See, I, I would even, I would even lump in there along with collecting cars, just like those guys that are like gearheads that are like. Oh, those G- so let me get this straight. There's not a single thing on this thing that's stock anymore. You have upgraded the engine and the exhaust and everything else, and you've loped it out. It looks totally badass. Don't get me wrong, but. You're literally playing with your car. Like, it's yeah. you're just doing it with adult money. And exactly, because <laughs> we were not like it's the Jeep people, it's the Subaru people. Oh, yep. the Jeep people. I don't get it. Do y'all know about this with the Jeeps with the, the rubber ducks? Yeah. Oh. Apparently, like, Jeep people will find other Jeep people and put a rub, leave a rubber duck on, on oh, the car okay. for some reason. And it's just a thing. I don't know. <laughs> Jeep culture is a whole other. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. yeah. That's yeah. even around here the Jeep yeah. culture. Yeah. I want to make fun of them, but. Uh, <laughs> We're nerds, so you know, like. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. got their thing. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I was going to bring up is stamp collections. I know that mm. stamp collecting was a thing. I yeah. used to do that. I have. Oh, of course you did. I have one that I haven't yeah. ever organized. I really? just have bags of stamps I'll cut off of. Yeah, because I write a lot of letters, so uh-huh. I actually bought an album to put them in, and I never got them organized before. I, put, yeah, I have a stamp collection. 
Tell her what, I got mine from my grandfather because uh, I used to work on the farm during my summers and mm-hmm. he was into stamp collecting. So automatically assumed that I would be into it. What am I looking at? Oh, yeah, there's some stamps. We found mm-hmm. that in the wall. That looks oh, like you threw found it. found where? In the wall. When we in were the wall. Oh, yeah. It's from 1957. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 That's so, something. yeah. I guess. I don't know. I tried. I tried with stamp collecting so bad. Like, I had, like, the, the binders full mm-hmm. of, like, you get the binders that had, like, the blank spots for the stamps. You had to go and find them mm-hmm. kind of thing and explain everything. And I did my best just to kind of, like, bond with my grandfather. That's but cool. Yeah, it didn't work. Coin but didn't I work. tried. <laughs> I was going to say coin collecting is another one that's that's kind of the same. My wife is into coin collecting. She used to be anyway. Pennies. But Canada got rid of pennies. We, we collected, well, I did when I was a kid when Canadians had pennies, sometimes they would get circulated in yeah. the U.S. And anytime I'd find one, I'd be like, it's a Canadian penny. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. It's foreign money, so I have a bunch of those. Yeah, Deb would get so excited. Like, she'd be able to talk about pennies and all that. And I'm like, that's awesome. God, I'm bored. This is so bad. Like U.S. Oh, pennies. That's cool. Like, no, Canadian. Like, Canadian change and all that. And I'm like, that's awesome. I could buy so many Transformers with that. There you anyway, go. Yeah. but... I tried because I I get it. Uh, it's like yeah, that's you're passionate about a hobby, no matter how stupid it may be. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. <laughs> the, the one I, the one I want to get into is the um, the silver coins from the states. There mm-hmm. are certain silver ones that people will actually carve and change and do things with. Oh, that's oh, interesting. I've seen yeah. that. I wanted to get into that. I think that would be. People. Fun. Well, that's like turning our $5 bills into like Leonard Nimoy. I love that. That's oh, so yeah. cool. That's Freaking awesome. Spock that. on our dollars, our $5 bills. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Now, do you guys have the machines up there where you can put a coin in and it flattens yes. it and then engraves yeah. it? I used to think those were so cool. I I've got so many of those Darien Lake, but it's expensive up here. We don't have pennies anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For a while. I got some for you. Yeah, going back to the, the the legality question, I mean, obviously it's not it is not legal to destroy any type of tender money, but no one gives a shit. Yeah, I've heard it's not destroyed; it's still there. It's just in a different. I guess form. technically, yes. It's just really flat now and has a steamboat on Actually, it. Actually, I think I have a pair of earrings made of Canadian. Oh my pennies. god, that is fantastic! <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at someone who has turned a Canadian five into yeah, Leonard Nimoy. That's our first prime minister. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, is, is that the, the current five, or is that like old no, paper this five? Is the so. new five? That's the new five. Okay. That's the new one. So they're plastic. Like, but nice. Disney is the worst for that. They have like those machines that are all over the place. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, when we took our kids to Disney World last time, I'm like. Holy shit! I've spent so much money turning pennies into different things. <laughs> yes, that's the and that's the thing. It's like it used. To, I remember when I was a kid, it was like a quarter. Now it's like a dollar, and it's like you want me to spend a dollar to turn a penny into something? Yeah. How does this? That's <laughs> just free money for them. Like it's, yeah, because you're doing the work to crank. It. Yes, exactly. And yes, well, yeah. you replaced the die at one point, but like that thing's gonna last a real long time. So. <laughs> well, yeah. It was like I wasn't even checked into our hotel, and they had those friggin' machines sitting there. I'm like, okay, and like a penny is a lot for a Canadian. Come on, man. <laughs> like, 
Oh, I'm wasting a lot of money here doing this thing. And then I had three kids, so I had to do it at least three times. Yeah. <laughs> it adds yeah. up. Um, oh. The only other thing I was going to bring was my grandfather had a hat collection. My dad had a baseball hat collection. I know oh, people yeah. with hat collections, yeah. Yeah, hat, hat collections is a big one. He lost it in the divorce. My mom donated oh. it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So for a long time after that, he was pissed. Do y'all know anyone? Because I, I I used to know a guy. I used to work with a guy. Um, and I I I don't. I'm not gonna yuck anyone's yum. I just I don't get it. But shoe collections, and I'm not talking about women like has a lot of shoes. I'm talking about tennis shoes. I'm talking about these people who buy two and three hundred dollar pairs of shoes that yeah. turn around selling for like sixteen hundred dollars and stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't, don't get I it. I personally don't get it, but like I don't. Get that. What I could get in behind is jacket collections. I love jackets. I don't know why. He's I start, could, yeah, he's got a, like any particular type, like leather jacket or if it's a nice leather jacket, that'd be great. If it's a if it's like I had an Assassin's Creed jacket at one point. Um, Ooh. Had like there was yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you have the big collar and everything? It's like, no, but the. The hood was so wide, and when you flipped it up, it looked like the looked Assassin's like, Creed. Oh, that's, oh awesome. that's awesome. See, that, that's video gaming, though. Yeah, true. Well, but, yeah, in Colleen, in Colleen the, sh- the sneaker thing is really big. A lot of people get into that. And it reminds me of, was it She-Hulk, where he's like, I need a favor. And yes. he asked her to like, stand in line with him for the new pair of Jordans or something. And I was like, that's still a thing that people men do, apparently. It, like, wasn't, it wasn't the last time I stood in line for a video game console. It was. It would have been a little while back. But I do remember running into people that, like, we were both there early in the morning. It was like, are you here for, I don't even know what it was, a Wii or Switch or something. Were you here for that? I was like, no, I'm here for the new Jordans. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> We're both waiting outside the mall so we can go in to, out over to go do uh, our thing. That's so. something I've never done. Waiting outside. No, oh, I, I have a store I, for something other than movie tickets. I've done that for. I've done it for tickets. movie tickets. Yeah, back in the day, I I kind of I don't know if it's still a thing or not. It was something I was kind of looking forward to with my boys, but I don't know if they so much do it anymore, especially because. You know, a lot of times the the games sell out. You know, they pre-sell everything, so there's no use standing in line yeah. for anything. I just, I was like, that might be a cool thing to do when they get older, when they're 14, 15, or something. Be like, hey, we're <laughs> we're gonna go spend most of the night outside of Walmart or Target or something, so we can try to get the new whatever it is. And so I went and got uh, the new uh, Super Nintendo, the mini one, when it came. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I went and I got that for a buddy of mine because I was off. I, I think it was coming up a night shift or something like that. Oh, okay, so I went right to Walmart and I was in line and I was one of the first okay. people to get. Uh, I think it was like the third person in line. And so I got one and I walked back to the car and I put it back. Or, and I looked and like nobody else was around. So I went back in to Walmart <laughs> and I grabbed one for myself. There you go. I was getting it. <laughs> That's so, Kind of cool and sad at the same time. That was that was the last thing. It wasn't the Super Nintendo. It was the the Nintendo, the original NES one that they brought out, the little mini yeah. NES. Yeah. I had to I had to wait outside to try to get one. Like it was it was crazy. And I had a small group of of teacher friends that were like, "Have you heard anything?" I'm like, "Yep, I'll be at Target on Tuesday morning." They're like, "Okay, thanks for the heads up." So. I mean, I, I get that part and, and all that other stuff. And I think we've even done a show talking about line sitting and memories and stuff from that. Like, 
Because, you know, you remember, you know, sitting there in movies and stuff. Anyway, kind of getting off topic. Um, so the next thing that I had on there was I wanted to bring up some stuff that people do or that people do that were kind of brought up in in the article or in that, you know, in that thing um, that we do that we know for a fact it's not socially acceptable. Um, I'm going to start off right now. Action figure collecting. <sighs> I know among other action figure collectors, everyone's like, no, I understand. Oh, you collect that? Well, I don't know about that. Like, that's about as far as it goes. But the average person, like, uh, so I, of course, run out of room here, and I've actually managed to make a bunch of room at my office. I have the entire Plasma Series act, uh, Ghostbuster action figures in on a shelf at my work. And I guarantee there's probably a 50% chance of someone walking in and going, that's cool or okay, okay. Yeah. and just walking out and being like why does this dude have a bunch of action figures it's still in the box still sitting there and it's like because i like them they're oh, cool Pop, pops are another one well they oh. become really popular they're actually like kind of accepted right or oh, what are they yeah, the yeah pop? accepted yeah they're See, a little over the re- okay me, here's my know. problem with pops is they don't really look like the thing and i purposely refused to get into them <laughs> and then for christmas my buddy travis who's one of the ghostbusters actually gave me one so now i own a pop and i'm just like <laughs> and that's where i got screwed too because now i have all the tng figures for pops. putting my staff down i will not buy any more pops i promise so i can't do it because there's just too many that's a rabbit hole i cannot fall down mm-hmm. yeah i've already fallen down i got all the collection for my TNG. And then Willie went and got me Star-Lord with the Christmas hat on for oh. my birthday. Uh, like, so, oh, my God. Some of the ones you got to get gonna now. There's going to be another set. But. <laughs> Maybe they're so popular because it's not just geeky things, though. It's like That's true. Big it's a lot, like yeah. Golden Girls, really... singers, and, you know, like, actors or whatever. That's you a good care. point, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. like, yeah, you could. The boxes you... are kind of nice because that's the other thing. I take shit out of the boxes. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. I'm not going to resell it. Oh, no, there's it's some stuff me, that I baby. definitely take out of the box. <laughs> so, uh, but no, that's a good point because, like, if, I mean, granted, Christy doesn't collect anything, but, like, if you knew someone, like, and Golden Girls is a perfect example, if you knew someone who's really into Golden Girls and you're like, hey, I got you all four of the pops of the girls, they wouldn't think that it was weird. They'd be like, cool, thank you so Do much. Do they have those? Oh, my God. They have to. There has I'm to be. Oh, I'm looking right now. Oh, I got hooked on them by accident. <laughs> oh my god. We're all looking. <laughs> Freaking awesome. Also, Blanches. well, speaking of dolls and action figures, I used to collect the collectible Barbie dolls and did not take them out of the box. Fifty bucks. The big. There you go. Oh. There you go. Right there, all four of them. <laughs> oh my god. Damn it. But that was a big thing. Like, oh, you don't take those out of the box. Oh yeah, that's really they're that. You don't play with them, and then you just have like boxes of Barbies, and they're big. Those. Just, yeah. The worst things, though, but... Transformers. Oh my God! You have to take those out of the box and oh, play with yeah. them. Okay, well, the only reason I didn't take out some of them is because they were the remakes of ones I still have in my attic that I. Uh, all right, if you already have them. I already have two. them, but like these other ones, <laughs> these like more modern versions of some of the classic characters, I was just like, oh hell no, I have to play with that. That's fucking awesome. Oh, so. Yeah. You have to transform them. Like, oh, oh my yeah. God, you can't take leave them in a freaking box. You can keep the box, which oh, yeah, if you pisses keep my wife box. off to no end. Uh. All the Lego I've got, I've still got the boxes. Oh, oh my God. God, man. There's like the lawyers for the divorce 
group are going to be so happy with See, that. See, I can understand getting rid of the box, but you absolutely have to keep the manual. Like, that's... No, I oh. was going to say, I am so impressed with Lego. No, you can look up you on You just website. look it up, and it's there. Yeah, but it's just it's just nice to have it. You know what? Now that you say that... You got to touch it, dude. Like everything, you got to touch next it. Time I go to, <laughs> next time I go to work, because the joke is always, I tell the boys, you know, the traditional dad joke is, all right, we'll tell you what, I'll start at the beginning, you start on the other hand, and, you know, you pick up the thing, you go... Like you're going to tear it in half. And it's just like, I do kind of wish that maybe I could like, especially if it's something that like you have to build, you know, the left side of the car and then the right side of the car. And it would be nice. I didn't even think about that. I should look it up on their iPad and be like, all right, cool. I'm starting on the left side here. This is the next page. You here's your iPad. You start on that side and we can get work on it together. Cause otherwise, otherwise it's like he works on it for a while and I'm watching and then I have to work on certain parts and he's watching. And oh, no, it's a great idea, dude. Yeah. Which is actually the ne- very next thing that I was going to bring up is Lego. Um, oh, I love Lego. Lego, I think, is on the cusp of becoming socially accepted because yeah. Yeah. number one, it, right? Like there's uh, like there's a million different. It's not niche. Like it's not just Marvel or DC or anything. You could, there's my sister who is a, a staunch religious woman will let her children play with the city Lego. But mm-hmm. that's it. And she's got yeah. three boys. So they're allowed to play with Lego, but it has to be city Lego because it's very generic. There's no branding to it or anything like that. Yeah. And that's that's nice. And then when Logan uh, was like eight, nine and ten, we used to get her the Lego friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had that for a really long time. So I think Lego, much like the Funko Pops, you don't have to be into Marvel or DC or Harry Potter. You can just do it because you like. And then you can build cities. and. Yeah. Like I, I was in Walmart the other day and they had the old space Lego like yes. that I grew up on Yes, with yes. the old spaceman and stuff like that. And Oh my God, I had it in my cart and I had to go back and put it back on the shelf because I couldn't afford to be divorced at this time. Cause, but Oh my God, seeing it there, it was like, oh my god, this is my childhood. I wanted yes. it so bad. Dude, and then if I, they I, start bringing back the pirate ones, in particular, like the, the what some of those ships, I I may, that see, I may have to break down and do it. Because I was I had some space, of those and they were so good. I like the generic space stuff. I did and too. Then though. When I saw it, it was like, holy shit! Because <laughs> I got one of those sets for Christmas for when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. it was like my childhood sitting on the shelf and. Yeah, crazy. The, but even some of the, the marketing sets. people are brilliant. Oh <laughs> yeah, but some of the new sets, like was it who was it that got one of the uh, the helmets, the the new one of the the. That was me. Was that you? Okay. I've gotten and yeah, Patrick, my son who works at Walmart, got me like one for Christmas and one for my birthday because they're so close together. Uh huh. And then yeah, I'm like I'm an OCD completionist, so yes. automatically I'm like. And oh, and then my daughter sent me like the TikTok of all the Star Wars Legos they're canceling this year, mm-hmm. and they had a whole bunch of those helmets on there. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> now I've got to get those too. And yeah. oh my god, before they can't, can't, I've never collected them before, and then all of a sudden, now yeah. I have to collect them. <laughs> We're going to the mall tomorrow. You let me know which ones you need, and <laughs> you're Lex, fucking Lex enabler. More mainstream, like you said, because there's a lot of like public events building, you know, like build events or where you can go see things that other build master builders have done or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, like I know when we did when I did Geek Fest years ago, we tried to get some of those 
people to come, but there've been at in Colleen, even at the civic center a few times, like Lego build days, yes. huge, yeah. you know, um, and, and well, also they, they now you can build robots with the Legos. So yeah. like the robotics teams use Lego Mindstorms and stuff. So they're like really out there doing shit. The <laughs> new Technic ones, like the Technic ones when I was younger were like very, like it was like, that's a car. It's very, it kind of looks like a car. Alex got one for Christmas that I helped him put together. That's specifically a newer style Mustang. Porch 960. Oh my God, (laughs) they are so cool. Like they actually look like a Mustang. And I'm just like, the whole time I'm just like, dude, this is so cool. Like daddy is really enjoying doing this. So, uh, but like there was a show that, and we only watched the first season. I probably need to go back and watch it a couple seasons. Lego Masters. Lego Masters. Yes. Like they built an entire show show that had not, it wasn't, it wasn't just like C rate people on there. Like they had, they had actual like celebrities on there and stuff. You know, to judge stuff, but also who are fans of it. Like, uh, what's his name? Um, Lego Batman. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, he hosted it. What's his name? The uh, That's Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Uh, no, no. Well, I'm thinking of what's his name? Uh, Terry Crews. Terry Crews is oh, a yes. huge He's Lego so nut. Cool and you could just That's see awesome. the joy rating oh. off of him during that episode when he was on there. And I'm just like, I, I, someone proposed sometime, one time or another. They're like, I want a movie where it's Terry Crews. And and uh, Vin Diesel and their cops and they hate each other until they realize that he's into Lego and he's into D and D and they bond over their geekiness and I'm just like I will watch the hell out of that movie. That'd be a good movie. That'd be a fantastic. There's movie. a lot of books now about uh, Lego. Like uh, year, ten years ago, I started listening to a book about. Maybe we should listen to one for marginally geeky. About what? About Lego. Just like being an adult user of Lego or just. People, oh. their nostalgia for it. I would do that. Why don't you use there. that as your pick for Christmas? Oh, well, I'm still forgot. listening to yours. It was years ago. It was like 10 years ago. <laughs> but yeah. We'll have to add that to the list. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that, that, that you think is maybe on the cusp of becoming socially acceptable? I think. I think cosplay's got a little ways to go, but go on, Ray. Yeah, cosplay does. Go ahead, Ray. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, uh, I think we can thank Stephen Colbert for everybody uh, really loving Lord of the Rings. Uh. <laughs> He's such a nerd about it. Okay, well, that no, if, if, let's let's include a lot of things. High fantasy, yeah, science fiction used to be you were all, there were only certain people that would go in comic book stuff. Mm-hmm. Those things were like, oh, you watch comic book, you know, you went and saw, yeah, you know, whatever. But then there were some of them that were breakouts, like Batman '89. Fucking, everyone went and saw Batman '89. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's honestly, you don't know how many people have never seen Blade. Like, Blade was a fantastic movie, but there are a lot of people who have never seen Blade. Didn't even realize that there was a Blade movie. But at, as time went by, and Marvel's really the one about the sci-fi, you know, about the comic book stuff, now everyone freaking watch it. Like, comic book movie is not even – that's like a subcategory now of, of something. Um, but, yeah, science fiction, like, the biggest movie right now is freaking Avatar 2. You're watching blue people run around on a planet and stuff, and – you know, like I said, that's the biggest movie right now. Fucking uh, uh, two of the biggest shows that are on are the the Lord of the Rings show, um, and uh, um, uh, you know, Game of Thrones, of course, has really thrown that in there. But you know, now it's just like, oh yeah, that's that's just a thing that we that normal people do. Oh, I got one. Yeah, what's up? It's not. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ray. Go ahead. I was just gonna say uh, a thing that used to not be cool and that not a lot of people did, and I did for a long time was plants. Have houseplants 
And now it's like oh, super oh. popular and like, you know, you're just like so oh, modern and whatever. Thing. But like I was a crazy plant lady before it was cool. I'm just well, saying. But now having plants, there's like whole, you know. Yeah, because there are people who are promoting things or they're it. like, here's here's my version of the vertical plant stand. And yeah. I'm, I think I'm like influencers who build their brand around bonsai you know, trees plants. hit it big with Karate Kid. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I am no. drunk, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, bonsai trees were huge when Karate Kid came yep. out afterwards. Yep. Yeah, I had one, but I killed it. <laughs> I, I would kill one too because we've looked. There were there's some that were for sale, and I, I was looking at them. I'm like, terrible I would love to take care of plants. Or I don't know. My biggest problem, I think, now is overwatering. I think I overwater so much. Oh, I'm like, well, yeah. you need a drink, don't you? You need a drink, don't you? <laughs> See, and that's why I switched to those little waterfall things. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I may have to do the whole height tech thing where you you do the uh, the Arduino and you set it up so it actually monitors the soil and like sends you a text message it needs water uh-huh so yeah there's a nerd right there yeah I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna denounce that um all right so here's one of the other things that I wanted to talk about and this is where we may get a little more serious a little more heavy um and it, it could be it could be not it could just be some people kind of putting some forward you know some stuff forward the reason why people do this. So, the, like I said, the original clip that we showed or that we looked at was this little bit of clip from this video. And then it was a person responding to it. And I don't know if it was the one that I sent y'all. It may have been a different one. And one of the things that they were like, why are y'all hating on us? Like, I have a friend and the, the, and the one video I'm remembering is like, I have a friend. He's in his 30s or something. And every week he goes to McDonald's because he never could go to McDonald's as a kid. Like his parents either just wouldn't take him or they couldn't afford it or whatever. And he goes and goes to McDonald's just because he's like, I can, I'm an adult now. I can do what I want. But she used the word trauma. And I was just like, mm, is trauma a little, <laughs> is that a little far? But I mean, I, well, her, I, her argument was like, we're buying these toys because we were told we couldn't as, as kids. We were told they couldn't afford it or they just right. refused to. Right. So yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. I, see, and I'm not trying to, and like I said, I'm not trying to uh, the new new term gatekeep. I'm not trying to gatekeep anyone here and be like, listen, your your trauma of that. I'm not going to say it's not trauma. You know, uh-huh. sorry, I've, I've I've lost a parent in the last two years. That's that's trauma. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stack up your not getting a happy meal as a kid with you know whatever. But I could see how if you didn't get something as a kid. Um, or, you know, always wanted something or something like that. And, and being an adult and be like, no, fuck it. I can do this now. Like this is, this yeah. is a thing that I want or that I want to do or whatever. Um, it, it's, it's so funny. Who was I talking to? I was talking to my partner at work about this. Um, the, the toy collecting show last year, about this time, one of the guys on there said, this is the year of the playset." He said, I'm going to go collect certain play sets that I've always wanted. And like he spent hundreds of dollars on the not not the real Ghostbusters, the filmation Ghostbusters, Ghost Command. Apparently it was very rare. He spent a crap ton of money on it and he got it. I thought that was kind of cool. And then the one that he got, he didn't really know if he wanted it or not until he got a good deal on it and he bought it. Do y'all know what the USS flag is? No. Okay. So back in the day, back in the eighties, G.I. Joe released the USS flag. It is an aircraft carrier. 
that is fixed six feet long. I know that one. <laughs> that is the USS flag. I had one. It was like $100 back in the day, so it was super expensive, but I had one. After having one, I know it wasn't a very good toy <laughs> because <laughs> you just kind of bumped it and things would fall off of it. People looked at it and were like, could you take it in a pool or something? It's like, no. Like, literally, it's these trusses that you take this long piece of plastic and it wraps around the front, back, and on one side. The other side's completely open. There's no bottom on it. And, like, there's big sections that if you bump them, they come apart. But, like, we had it in this extra room that we had, and we never played it with it because we'd go and play with it for a little bit. We're like, oh, I'm kind of tired. You couldn't move it. It ate up so much room. And sure enough, Near the end of this last year, someone they were doing like a recap episode, and he's like, for those of you who have seen my recent videos, uh, you may notice the flag is gone, and he's just like, it just ate up too much room. And I was the whole time when he first said I kept thinking, I'm like, you know what? If you were really into it and you're enjoying it, good for you, dude. But every time someone wants to bring it up, I think Lewis always wants to post like, well, it's the 35th anniversary of not getting this thing for Christmas. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> you've played with it. You know that was not a good toy, so – Stop. But um, yeah, I can understand how if you didn't get something as a kid, you know, you'd you'd really want to like, you know, try to collect it or, or or you know do something with it as an adult or whatever. But like I said, I don't know if I go quite so far as trauma, but I think it depends on why you didn't have it as a kid. No, that could be too. If it's just because you you know your parents didn't think it was important or whatever, that's one thing. But Sometimes your parents were your bullies and they bullied you out of it. They made you feel bad for liking that because they didn't see the value in it. So they didn't think you needed to like it either. And when that happens, that is a form of trauma. And everybody, trauma is such an individual thing, right? So for me, I know like I got bullied out of reading books because my my parent would call me a bookworm, would make fun of me if she found me reading, um, anything like that. I got to the point where I'm like, okay, well, I guess I just won't read because then she'll stop picking on me, and things like that. So, and then now, that I can understand. now as an adult, I am like kicked it into overdrive. I am on a mission to get a thousand books so I can say I own a library, right? Like, so I think it depends on why you weren't because. For a lot of the stuff I didn't get as a kid, we also couldn't afford it. So there's yeah. that, which I can totally understand. And now that I can, it's great. I would like it. But some of the deep-rooted stuff for I'm, like, really voracious about, it was probably because somebody in my life that loved me and was mm-hmm. supposed to take care of me thought that because they didn't see it as valuable that I shouldn't either. See, I'm afraid. I, I actively am afraid that Christy or I – has done a little bit of bullying on the boys, but not, not in the same way. I guess it wouldn't be the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's more so like multiple questioning. Like, yeah. Are you sure you really want that? Because the last time you bought something like that, it's literally just sitting in your room and you haven't touched it's it forever. Making them think about it. Right. Like yeah, that's right. There, there's a difference between kids wanting something because they've seen it's a, a novelty. Yeah. True. Yeah. So there's a difference between that, that and if they truly have an honest, you know, interest in something, you know what that is. Yeah. Right. So the difference. So there is a difference. Yeah. That. So it's like I said, it's one of those things. I'm just like, am I, am I just, am I prejudice hitting here or am I just like, 
no, I just don't want you to spend your money on this because I know and you know deep down that you're not going to play with it. Like you're going to play with it for a couple of days and then it's just going to sit there and collect dust and, and then be get, something else that the cats and dogs are going to get into or whatever. So. Yeah. And then they're teenagers and they start making their own money and then they <laughs> buy all the stupid shit and then you get to watch them have buyer's remorse. <laughs> they repeat the cycle we're having. There you go. Uh, another reason that I've seen people talk about um, – Escaping the real world. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I ain't gonna say shit to anyone about. Okay, because and and Chris, you said you've just you know uh, Sean's already said he likes messing with Lego. You yeah. said you just recently picked it up since yes. since COVID started. Yes. There is something like I said when my boys got these two big sets. Um, there is something about just turning off your brain. Yeah. And looking at these pictures and putting something together that you know is going to end up being a thing. It's yeah. going to be something at the end. Yeah. And it's just I'm not trying to escape reality, but it's just like it, it satisfies something in it's, my Yes. Which is something because yeah. it's so satisfying to see. This is also why I like to clean is because it's an actual tangible thing I can see changing in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I can, it's like, it was messy and now it's clean. I can see it. I can, whatever. It's like an evidence that I've been productive or, or whatever. But I have a really, I have a superpower of, dis, of suspending disbelief. Like if I, it's awesome. And that's why I know something's good or not. Like if I can, if I'm in it and I can believe, that's why I don't see, that's why I never see twists coming ever. That's how I know it's good. If I never see the twist coming and I'm like, <laughs> and Ray's like, yeah, that was like 10 minutes ago. I'm like, no, <laughs> you did not see that. I Anyways, because I enjoy the immersement. That's entertainment to me. So it's like, yeah, I can fucking suspend disbelief. I don't want to live. It's a mess in here. If I can <laughs> shut it off for like a little bit, it's a win. It's yeah. a win. So screw you and your normal atypical mind. I'm going to. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys like doing puzzles if you like Lego so much? Because to me, that's just like a 3D puzzle. I enjoy puzzles. I've got a 2,000-piece puzzle that I'm working on right now, and I I I enjoy puzzles. I'm not. That's that's one of those things that I think might be coming back. Oh, no, yeah. I know a lot of people who do puzzles, yeah. Um, I've just never been a puzzle person. There there are times that I've, I've... like so, for example, the the library at my school has a puzzle that's out there, and kids will just randomly come up, you know, they'll find a couple of pieces and then go on do other stuff. And I will, from time to time, walk by and just be like, oh, that clearly goes there, and then kind of go on. Yeah. Um, but no, I've never been a, a real puzzle person. My mom is; she loves doing yeah. puzzles. Yeah. So the nice thing I will say about puzzles is they don't usually take up too much room when they're in the box and then they go back in the box. And so that's fine. Whereas with Legos, <laughs> whereas with that. Legos though, that's my problem is number one, they're super expensive. And number two, once I put that son of a bitch together, I'm not going to take it back apart. And, uh, the term that they use in the, on the, uh, toy show that I listen to, uh, by the way, it's called toy and anxiety. That's the name of the show. <laughs> cool. Uh, because that's what they're anxious about is what's coming out. Am I going to be able to get a hold of this? You know, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, they came up with several terms, and one of them is space danger. And I'm like, yeah, I've got mm-hmm. space danger. Oh, so. yeah, my old house. Yeah, so. yeah I got that. What I were you going to say, Ray? Oh. I was going to say, uh, I have specifically looked up, how, because of how big this fucking uh, puzzle is, it's 
It's, Logan got it for him it's, for Christmas. It's a big fucking puzzle. Uh, and by the time I put it all together, I'm going to be putting hours in on this thing. So when it's together, I am putting Mod Podge over the whole fucking thing, and it is not coming apart. You're going to frame it? I will frame it, and it'll go in my garage, or it'll go down the stairs. Yeah. Like it's it's going. I got to that. Glued puzzles and hung them up before. Yeah. I got that for my birthday. I've got a almost a four foot by three foot Star Trek TNG puzzle for my birthday. Wow. I don't even have a spot to like put it together. Put it together, yeah. Killing me! Oh my fucking god! So yeah. now I gotta like get back into my man cave because I'm like, shit! I gotta build a man cave to put a fucking puzzle. Yep. Together. <laughs> like, oh my god. But I want to do it so bad, and I know I'm like looking at time spans of like years. Yeah. That's killing me. Because at my age, you can, you can years is a long time. <laughs> I might not make it. <laughs> oh. Get a flat, big piece of you know wood or something sturdy that you can just move around and yeah and i thought about doing that the problem is i also have four fucking cats oh yeah that too. yeah i got a kid he eats these things oh, oh puzzle piece i'm gonna eat that yeah little bastard yep and yeah after it takes me a year to put it together and realize i'm missing a few places i'm not gonna be happy it'll probably be the cardiac event that does me in yeah so, How'd Sean dies, catting a puzzle piece. It's a long story. Yeah, yeah. It's the final piece for Picard's face. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh my yeah, God. it would be something big too. No, more likely it'll be Q uh, laughing at me. Yeah. <laughs> it would be Q. Uh, but yeah, I can see I can see people doing some of this like you know kind of. But you do people do anything or everything to quote unquote you know to you know, escape the real world or whatever, you know, it's, I think it's human to do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's a bad thing at all. You know, my, my partner and I just flat out say, you know, you know, when we walked out Friday, don't think about this place till Monday. Nope. Or in this case, Tuesday, cause we're off Monday, but it's like, don't think about this place. Nope. Sure. Won't, won't even cross my mind. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, uh, you had, one of the things that I actually had put down was, um, parents rediscovering a love for something. Um, I have loved, 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 loved rediscovering some things with the boys. Um, the only thing that I find is a problem is unless it's also re-entered into, um, uh, uh, you know, current lexicon of, of what's going on. The next thing is, is that was cool, dad. Are there any toys for that? And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, but they're all like a hundred dollars a piece because they don't make them anymore or whatever. You know, it's one of those situations. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, I, I know for a fact when they, when they were little, they were getting into, um, uh, transformers rescue bots and, you know, there's not a lot of articulation or whatever with them, but the fact that it's a transformer that literally like one movement turns them completely from a vehicle into a robot. So little kids can do it. So you can actually play like you always wanted to as a kid instead of going, you know, with your car and like, all right, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Give me a minute. I'm still, I'm still working. Hold on. You can literally go, I'm done. I'm in robot form. Let's go ahead and, you know, fight or whatever. And I know there was a point there where I'm just like, well, they don't have blur. They need blur. <laughs> Did they ever ask me for blur? No. But I'm fucking going to find blur for them. So – yeah, I, I, I was rediscovering that and, and really getting into it and having a lot of fun with them. So, um, 
and I'm sure y'all have have rediscovered some things with the kids and just come down like maybe fall and be like, oh, oh man, that was a, something I really like to get back into or something. Well, Lego for you is what you found. I, didn't, you I didn't found know. out that I like. I had no clue. Yeah. We never had Lego in the house. That wasn't even on my radar. Like I, that wasn't something that I had any interest in. And it wasn't until I sat down and put together a giant Hogwarts castle that I'm like, <laughs> that I was like, I should maybe the kids. I tried to be interactive, and the entire time I was watching them put together, I'm like, no, move. I want to do this myself. And it's just like overwhelming. Like, no, I want to do it. Um, but I don't know if I've rediscovered anything through the kids necessarily. Uh, I'm trying to think myself, and I don't. Movies. I think movies would be it. Just the different. Like Logan went through a massive princess phase, so I could go yeah. that through her, but not not now. I don't think so. I don't think rediscover from me Marvel. Like I was always into comics, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed like Iron Man when it came out and stuff like that, but. It was so nice that Catherine, my daughter, took to Marvel so like she did yeah. that I had someone to talk to. That's <laughs> awesome. Like over the dinner table, we'd be discussing like the latest Marvel movies and Star Trek because like like I'm a huge Star Trek um, fan, as you know, I named all my kids after Star Trek characters. But sitting down with Catherine and she has my mind, which mm-hmm. is crazy, uh, and I feel kind of sad for her. But encyclopedic knowledge of Marvel and Star Trek that we could have conversations about them, like minute details of everything, and that was so nice. It was that's awesome. Carthot. It was like, oh man, this is. I needed this. <laughs> so and, but. With that same breath, she's also the outlier in her friends group. Like, she doesn't have any friends to like discuss this. They like look at her like a monkey doing a math problem. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> kind of thing. It's like, ah, oh, sorry, hon. You got my love of Star Trek, Marvel, and my hair. I'm sorry, but. Uh. <laughs> well, if she hits Honestly, college. She'll find her people. YouTube, like I. Did have long curly hair in my youth. She has that, not the receding hairline. So don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, it was that was so nice. Oh my god! I and I never lost that aspect. Like I've all, I still to this day I have all the Star Trek novels ever written. I still read them. I still am into all that stuff. But it was I have a kindred spirit now. That's in so my cool. own house, <laughs> it was, and that was almost like a rediscovery, though. It was like I, I'm looking at everything for the first time through her eyes, and that was so nice. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Well, the last one I had down there was just just doing something that you you like and you know you have the money for. Of course, going back to, I can understand why this might be a story if. It was, oh, people were spending a bunch of money on toys, and now they're finding that they don't have enough money for groceries or for the rent or something like that. But literally anything falls into that category. Like, it, mm. you could spend too much money on, you know, going to watch, you know, going to concerts or, or you know, collecting something, just going out to eat, whatever. There's, like, there's a thousand different things that that could fall under, so that's just kind of, you know, whatever. So, um, 
my final opinion on it is just once again, like I said, I kind of talked about at the beginning. I have a hard time calling some of this stuff uh, news, um, it, you know, the particular programs or whatever. This is just you've got like four hours to fill every morning, five days a week, six, I think, if you include Saturday morning. They've got to talk about something. And it's like, what can we make people think or worry about now? Um Oh, I heard someone bought a Lego set the other day that's an adult. Is that a weird thing? Sure, let's call that a weird thing. Let's make a story out of it. And I'm just like, whatever. So, yeah, kind of ridiculous. Millennials are easy pickings right now to make fun of. Oh, yeah. I So I've got a a friend of ours that I've known her for a long time. It's crazy. She is – she's substantially younger than I am, but Mm – I am so jealous of her because she's constantly posting Facebook pictures of Lego sets that she's just bought and put together. She has way more Lego sets than I've ever had in my entire life. And she's, she's totally addicted and probably needs an intervention, but I'm sure as hell not going to give it to her because no, the pictures I'm like hoping she puts them onto like Facebook marketplace or something like that. Uh, like realizes, oh, I spent way too much money on this. I I want to start a family. I'm gonna need the money, and God, I'll sell them cheap because that's what I'm hoping for every day. Gotcha. But uh, I'm so jealous of that. Um, where was I going with this? Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I had. Yeah, I just wanted to point her out because I hate her. Um, no. <laughs> Yeah, I doubt it. Anyway, uh, for for myself, though, for like now that I have disposable income and all that, I consider my man cave something I, like I'm still building. It's years in the process, even like changing houses. I'm like had to start fresh kind of thing. But yeah, it's it's basically a fort for adults that I'm building. <laughs> I always loved building forts when I was a kid. Now I can build nice. a bit more expensive fort to hold all my snacks and juices that are a little more <laughs> adult kind of thing. And a, put a mini fridge in there with tiny hot dogs. Yeah, exactly. Jen gets it. Exactly. Yeah, and ketchup. A bunch of Dijon, Dijon mustard. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but, yeah, Does anyone, anyone have anything else they want to? to add to the conversation before we move on to our picks and pans uh okay i'm gonna be kind of a debbie downer here and just say like part of the reason i think you're talking about why we do this why Mm -hmm. we're so obsessed with buying all these things because capitalism and like marketing techniques that are shoved down our throats that you have to buy all the things to be a real fan and there's like just an overwhelming amount of options sometimes like the number of pops and the number of things that they throw at you and you know, you just feel like, oh my god, if I'm a real fan, I don't know. It's it's kind of gross. In a I lot can of kind ways. of, I can definitely kind of see that. I think it also depends on if you have a uh, completionist um, bone, I guess to say, yeah. if nothing else. Oh, and unfortunately, yeah. yeah, unfortunately, it's it's right here connected mm-hmm. to the root of my brain because okay, so for example, I talked about how I have all these plasma characters at uh, my office. I had no interest in starting down that road. I was like, oh, those are cool, but I don't I don't need them. It's fine. And then for my birthday, the boys bought me 
um, <laughs> the the after afterlife version of the three original guys. Um, <laughs> and I was just like, well, they've got parts that go together to make a terror dog. I'm like, I guess I should go ahead and at least get the three kids. So I got the three kids and I was like, well, no, I think I'm fine. I think I'm okay. And then the guy who hosts the podcast that I listen to put up on Instagram, I have to make some room. I have the original six characters from the, you know, the, the, the season one. Um, I'm selling them cheap and I'm just like, well, fuck. All right, I'll take them. So I bought them from him. And then I was like, well, now that I've got, and then they came out with Phoebe and, and, and Egon and I was like, all right, I'm cool. What else is there? And I'm just like, well, there's the Ecto. Maybe I should get the Ecto. I'll get the Ecto. I got the Ecto. And then I was literally looking for one last one. It was a it was a San Diego Comic Con exclusive. But in the process, I found out that they re-released the three original guys, but with glow in the dark parts on it. I got those two. <laughs> and sitting over here in the corner. I finally yeah, purchased the uh, San Diego Comic Con exclusive uh, ter- uh, Tully's Terrible Night, and it was for a decent price. It was okay, um, but now I'm just like, what am I doing? But I'm like, you know what? I walk around my office at work and I look down and see him, and I go, that brings me joy. That makes me happy. So fuck it, whatever. I don't care. Like I'm okay. My family's okay. I'm not. I haven't put us in the poorhouse or anything. We can pay rent and everything else and whatever. Like, you know, Christy wants to go watch, you know, a live football game. Cool. I'm going to buy toys and collect stuff and make myself happy. So, um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, I, I definitely see because you, what you were talking about, I can definitely see people who um, – just kind of have that completist mentality. And there's some people who don't, who just flat are just like, no, I'm going to buy this one thing and that's it. I don't need all of it. Or it's whatever. just the consumerism that there is a lot of it. Know, yeah. Our society oh, yeah. kind of like, but yeah, we do kind of advantage of this. Oh, hell. Uh, Nintendo is the absolute king of everything. I mean, got to catch them all, <laughs> you know, cabbage patch kids. You got to have one. Everyone has to have a Cabbage Patch Kid, but yeah. you only have to have one. They never beat into your head that you needed more than one kid. But you had to have it. My mom, because of where we lived up in northern Ontario, had to get on a little eight-seater plane to go to the nearest city to go buy a fucking Cabbage Patch doll for me when I was like five. But I mean, like, you know, and there were some other things that were like, well, yeah, I want to collect all of, you know, the characters or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, Pokemon, it was like the absolute the greatest marketing campaign ever. Gotta catch yeah. them all. You've got you've got 25 of them. There's still another 125. Was it 150 when they first released? I think. Anyway, gotta catch the rest of them. And I was just like, you y'all are geniuses. <laughs> so. Hey Chris, you know what would have been cheaper than a Cabbage Patch doll that you had to go through all that for? Books. <laughs> <laughs> Something you actually wanted. That wasn't valuable. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's go ahead and move on to our picks and pans. Um, I'm going to go first because I've got two picks. One of them literally showed up today, uh, because it completely goes with our topic. (laughs) Last year Hasbro, uh, they've started this thing. They started this thing several years ago, uh, to produce toys that they didn't think would be necessarily, um, great in the mass market or it would be a limited success. Um, and they've had, 
okay success with this. One of the first ones that they ever did was um, uh, I can't remember what scale it is, but it's Jabba's barge from uh, Return of the Jedi, and it's like four feet long, and it was I don't know four or five hundred dollars, but they sold enough of them that they actually produced this thing and got it out there. Another one that did really, really well from Star Wars is uh, the Mandalorian ship, uh, the Razor Crest. Uh, Adam Savage has a video of him opening one up. He bought one. He opens it up, and he just melted down. He was so excited about it. That man is a is a is one of the best salesmen ever, and he's not even trying to be. He's just, it's just the joy that comes from him, you know, messing with this stuff because he's such a big geek. But anyway. Uh, they've done things that were great. They've done things that have not sold well and did not make. Um, the one that they threw up for the Ghostbusters was a proton pack. Now, they have done a wand. They did a wand several years ago that was fantastic. Well, they started, decided they were going to do the proton pack from Afterlife. They are like, it's going to be $400. You're not going to get it for a year, and we have to sell so many of them. Well, they reached that l- number. And then they kept going, and then they kept going, and then they kept going. And I think they've sold – I think the final number was over 10,000, somewhere around like that. Like original goal was like 7,000, so they they made it way, way past that. Uh, and I talked to Christy. She's like, yeah, you can get it. So I ordered it, and it came in today. And it is worth every penny. It makes me <laughs> so happy. It's sitting over here behind Jen. Um, uh, unfortunately, I really hope they will go back and – and, and make more of these and start selling them because uh, uh, one of the members of my group, Bev, probably sold – I can't tell you how many of the wands to just rando people. She's like, hey, you got to come check this out. You know, Hasbro makes these and sells them or whatever. And we're talking about people who are fans of Ghostbusters but by all means would never you know, dress up and do anything else. But they're just like, man, this is a cool toy. And I really hope that we'd go back and do this. I mean granted at $400, the average person is not just going to go grab one. But if you're a super fan or if you're, you know, do the cosplay thing like I do, it's literally there's a few things I want to do. Adam Savage has already done a video of some things he's done to it to spruce it up a little bit. But they have done such a fantastic job on this thing. It is I if I ever meet someone off of that that team that designed this thing, I just I'm going to have to be like, if you drink a beer, I will buy you a beer like (laughs) you did a you knocked this thing out of the park. Um my hope was once everyone got it in hand and was impressed by it and everything that they go, hey, so we're going to do another one and maybe do either the PK meter that with the shocking point on it or maybe an RTV would be way too expensive. But I want to do something else. And I'm just like, yes, you have my money. Like no questions asked. This is fantastic. <laughs> um, but they've, they, they've done Transformer things. They've done G.I. Joe things. Um, what's funny is the last several Star Wars ones they've done have not made. Now, granted, they were asking way too much money for what it was. Um, but, yeah, I'm hoping they keep doing stuff like this because it was it was so awesome. So that that's my first pick. Uh, and like I said, that just came in today. My second pick is I finally finished it. Uh, the last two episodes last night, but I finished Wednesday on mm-hmm. Netflix. We talked about it on Creatively Geeky uh, some. Especially, I will say that last episode got a little – cw for me um but i still enjoyed it like it is it is a very teen kind of drama type show but i can't tell you how many people myself included who that's not normally the type of shows they watch and absolutely loved it i just 
Um, I just loved it. And I, I, don't, I don't know if I would have loved it as much if it wasn't these characters. Like it was specifically the Adams family, you know, that they were referencing. Uh, but uh, uh, what's her name? The young man who plays Wednesday is fantastic. Ortega. Yes, she is fantastic. Um, real life, too. So I think that helps. She's what? She's really weird in real life, too. She's oh, well, that's child, perfect. Yeah, she's a child actor, right? She's been doing it since she was set, like eight or nine, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Long time. But yeah, if you if you like the Adams family, there's some interesting ways they go with some of the characters. Um, most of it I thought was fine. Actually, the one the only the person I had the most issue with was Pugsley. I just I think maybe he wouldn't be quite as um, uh, wimpy, I guess would be to say or whatever. Uh, but because uh, we, we had a more in-depth conversation because the whole time I'm watching, I kept thinking, I was like, what is Chris thing? What is Chris thing? Because. <laughs> Adam's family is something she's gone back to multiple times. You know, when we do a draft or some kind of, you know, what would you bring back or reboot or something like that? That's kind of one of the wells she goes to. And I was just thinking, I was like, man, I hope she's enjoying this. And you did enjoy it, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I can't wait to see a, I can't wait to see a second season and and where they go. So, um, uh, yeah, I don't want to give anything else away about it, but yeah, if you've, if you've been on the fence about watching Wednesday on Netflix, Give it a shot. It it's a hell of a lot of fun. It was a fun show to watch. So, uh, Ray, you want to go next? Uh, sure. Uh, couple picks. So my pick is Willow. Uh, we finished Willow we finished, uh, yeah, recently yesterday. Yeah, I, I quite enjoyed that one. Um, uh, it was nostalgia and and yeah, it was just it was a lot of fun. So. Um, and, and you know what, it was a decent ending and I liked where they are hinting at. Uh, and then a pick and a pan kind of combined here, pan that it happened to pick that he's still alive. Jeremy Renner. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, glad he's, glad he's still around, man. Cause it's scary what, uh, what, well, what's kind of been reported to happen to him. So, uh, glad he's, glad he's pulling through. So Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. He got run over by snowplow. Snow, his own snowplow or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. He's still here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's lucky. Months. It so. looks like he's gonna lose his leg. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That sounds about. Yeah. But so. he's alive. Yes. So. Yeah. At least he's alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's alive. Um, Chris, you wanna go next? Uh, sure. I have a couple picks. So it's. Logan's birthday tomorrow. Woohoo! He's gonna be 17, <laughs> which is bizarre. <laughs> um, so we're hanging, we're all hanging out tomorrow. We're gonna go shopping because she's been saving her pennies and has decided that she's gonna put a serious dent in her checking account. Um, she's gonna buy me something. Nice. <laughs> um, and then my second one is we were talking on Critically Geeky about things that we were working on, and I was working on this blanket. And I finished it, and I'm nice. my, my Wednesday blanket because it's um, the type of yarn that I used. It's all shades of black and gray, and it's one of the first things I've done where it's my own design, and I really like it, and I like the way it turned out. So I finished it last night, yesterday. Yeah. I finished it yesterday. And you washed it. And then I washed it. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty happy. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Sean, you got a picker pan? Um, my daughter just turned 16, so that was mm-hmm. really fun, but made me feel so old. But it was fun seeing her and all her friends 
at that age. So that was really cool. And then I just turned 44 a couple days ago. I can't remember what day it is today. But, yeah, that was recent. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Bad Batch. I just finished watching the first three episodes of season two that they released. Oh, shoot. I forgot that they released it. Ha, ha, ha. Beat you. Anyway, oh, it's uh, it's really good. And I it's been so long since I've seen any Star Wars cartoons because Bad Batch was like the last thing they released season one. So you didn't watch uh, 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 Tales the of the Jedi? Tales of the Jedi. I did not watch that. Oh, my God. It Watch it. It's good. I will. But, okay. yeah, I've been doing the Bad Batch season two. There are only, like, three episodes. So, But I, like, watched them all today, and it was like, oh, this is really good. I missed this. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. But, yeah, I'm just going to say picks for today. Yeah. Oh, and Jen? Jen's oh. back. Yay! I haven't seen Jen in so long, so yeah. Yeah, um, pans are the bad ones, right? Yes. So I would say 2022 was my pan. Um, anyone who got my Christmas card knows <laughs> it's a bad year. Um, but most recently, I guess the the end of the year ended with my dad being in the hospital for over a month. He's still there. So that's the pan, I guess. And there were a lot of complications with the surgery. Um, but the pick is, I guess, that he is slowly improving and he may be coming home this week from the rehab facility. He walked today for the first time without a walker okay, with, with somebody behind him. But, you know, so it's progress. Um, so maybe our lives can kind of get back to some kind of normal. And I guess another good thing, so I don't end on a super depressing note, we st- both of us started watching The Boys last night, which I know you guys <laughs> have been like on, <laughs> have been recommending for years, but, and I've been wanting to watch it, but we got through like three and a half episodes. So uh-huh. it's pretty good. Yeah. It's twisted. It's good. Oh, yeah. oh it's, oh, especially it's season up, two. Like, <laughs> like three episodes in, I'm just like, oh my God, these people uh, are oh, terrible. Yes. Season two opener. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you, yeah, so. you will, uh, it's not, it's not, you know, the term hate watching where you watch something because you hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a hate watch in that you just, you're going to be like, oh my God, I cannot wait for this guy to get his. Like, this mm-hmm. will be, and it better be good. It better not just be someone just like squashes oh, I've him already and that's got it. a guy like, like I'm eyeing right now. I'm sure it's like, the same one that everybody hates yes. in the beginning, but it's like, yeah, <laughs> when he guy. gets, yeah, it, when he gets, when he gets his eventually, it's going to be so good. It's, it's gonna like be, Game of Thrones where you're just like, oh, I can't wait for that yeah. guy to get his. Exactly. Yeah. When Watson's his face, the little king got it. Oh, it was just a, like, yeah. It's a huge Star Trek connection there. Like you got Bones in there and then you got Ensign Boimler from Lower Decks in there. I oh my God. I still don't watch Lower Decks. I still and watch the, oh, you dumbass. Come main, on, man. The main guy is uh, Dennis Quaid's son, I realize. I yeah, look yeah. at the cast. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I wonder how I wonder how he any anyone who does a character that everyone just universally hates so much. How do you just go through the rest of your life? Because, you know, there's oh, most yeah. people are like, God, I hate your character. You are so good at it. You know, yeah. this, it's awesome meeting I you. Mean, and, you know, there are people who are just like. You're a piece of shit. And you're like, I'm an actor. Jar Jar Binks. Look at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. 
in Joffrey, yeah. But, um, well, that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Google Stitcher, wherever you listen to the show. You can find us at epicallygeeky.com, where you can find the rest of the shows that we do, including the Creatively Geeky, Sustainably Geeky, and Marginally Geeky shows. You can find us on social media, kind of, uh, at Epically Geeky as well. Uh, where can we find you online, Ray? Uh, the Reluctant Yeti on Instagram. And uh, Sean, I noticed over the week, the holidays, you didn't fuck around too badly with Wikipedia. So. And that you found. <laughs> <laughs> You're slipping, buddy. <laughs> Chris, where can we find you online? Uh, all the shows that you mentioned and on Instagram at Moody Midlife. Sean, where can we find you online? Your favorite broken toy on Instagram, spelled the Canadian way. And yeah, do not use Wikipedia as citing for your university thesis, because I fuck with them. Yeah. I, I isn't four, by the way. <laughs> Jen, where can we find you online? Uh, Instagram and Twitter at Head's Gonna Be Me and on Sustainable Geeky, which is still happening monthly on <laughs> all the sites. <laughs> and as always, you can find my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. This has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 